0: And welcome to another exciting episode of the Freak Show podcast. I am your host, Joe, AP Asian Persuasion. And with me, as always, my sidekick, Tevin Apier, Barely Burned Bacon, Triple B. Okay. And with us this week, we have a full run of people. Yeah, way too many. So, of course, we have the crazy Brittany <coughs> Black <coughs> BH,
1: uh, Black Heart Behavioral Health. Black
0: Heart Behavioral Health. With us this week, we have it's my terrible. lovely Those are wife. Terrible nicknames. I know. This still, week we have my lovely wife. Still whitewashed.
1: Whitewashed wife.
2: Whitewashed wife. Okay. Wow. Sure. Yeah. It's a great yeah, name. It is. And look at my skin. It with us so this week. Is, it is painfully white. With
0: us this week, we have <laughs> the most dangerous man in America. The one that should probably be watched by every single central intelligence agency in the world. We have Austin, which I will not give your last name to, Thank you You know, try yes. to give you some type of um... The man who prefers to
2: have no introduction. Okay, fair enough. All right. It's, this it's, is just the guy. It's an honor to be here with The Illustrious Freak Show. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> All anytime. We should just call you The Dude. The Dude. I, yeah, The Dude. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Which I believe,
0: what movie is that that they call him? Uh, the, Big Lebowski. That's it. The Big Lebowski. Gosh, are you a movie? Yeah, I know. It's a miracle. I actually like that movie. So, Never but, seen it.
2: I've yeah I've been I've been listening this po- to this podcast for a while and it seems like you've missed every cultural reference thrown at you. So yeah. <laughs> I'm honored that I'm here on the episode that we're making freak show podcast history. Did really you hap- knock that one out of Did the you park. listen
0: to the episode yeah. where she thought I said uh Hancock instead of what what did Hitchcock. I say Hitchcock? Oh. <laughs> I said Hitchcock and she thought I said Hancock and she goes you mean like the movie The movie with Will Smith and like is making all these jokes, and I'm like, that's not what we're talking about, but all right.
1: He did say Hancock, but I thought it was Hitchcock,
0: so
2: I kept
1: making Hitchcock jokes for like two minutes.
2: I hope the microphone didn't just pick up me, cracking my back.
0: Oh, I hope not either, but it looks like it kind of did. That's okay, though. All right, so this week, we have...
2: That's so exciting.
0: The Church of the Lamb of God. Oh, boy. Is that the whole title? Isn't there more to
3: it? The Church of the Firstborn of the Lamb of God. Is that yeah, what it is? I believe that's
2: correct. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a schismatic order off of the Church of the Firstborn.
0: Is it the Church of the Firstborn of the Lamb of God, or is it yes. the Church of the Lamb of God of the Firstborn? No, no. It's oh, the okay. Okay. The okay, so it's the f- Church of the, f- the Firstborn of firstborn. the Lamb of God.
2: Okay. Yeah. God,
1: this is like okay.
2: being around my Catholic Joel Joel LeBaron, his brother, founded the Church of the Firstborn, and then Ervil... Who, you know, we'll, we'll come to speak about very highly and will be the focus of most of this podcast. Founded the schismatic group, the Church of the Firstborn of the Lamb of God. And the naming was crucial to his whole propaganda as well. It's such a fascinating story.
0: Yeah, when you yeah. actually start looking into like Mormonism and understanding exactly what the heck happened, I didn't even realize that Mormonism came before Utah became a state. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, so wait a second. So when they say that they took over. When they said they took over Utah, you mean they Mormons just settled Utah. in a land and yeah. went, eh, let's call it Utah.
2: Right. <laughs> and really their relationship with the U.S. government, and it really impacted a lot of their theology as well. And you'll – I mean our listeners will come to realize as well that uh, when the United States government banned polygamy – that's what really prompted the Mormon church to ban polygamy. And yeah, that's that was... how this whole the Liberan order ended up fleeing to Mexico, and that's how this whole situation got started. Yeah, it's crazy to me to think that
0: there's that many polygamy cults out there. I tried to research how many there are out there, and yeah. all I know is a lot. There's that's frankly, all too I many. know.
2: Too many. It really goes to show I mean there are two things that I think about uh, when I when I looked at a list of just polygamous cults. On one hand it really goes to show that if you really want to be successful or you want to just have a lot of ladies on the side, you really want to get into religion. Yeah. I oh, thought yeah. maybe becoming oh, a pimp would be the sure. way to do it, but I think religion is how you get it. Also, maybe Brittany can weigh in on this. Where are these women that are willing to marry? I was I was looking at this interview with a bunch of former wives of Le LeBaron and just, you know, spoiler alert for our listeners here, he had 13 wives. 13
0: wives, 50 children. Yeah. 50 I am just children. what it was the absurd. Heck?
2: Yeah. Talk about, yeah. Talk about securing your line. This guy, yeah, this like, guy knew how to do I it. I think it was his sixth wife who was being interviewed. I could be wrong on the number. I get them all mixed up. But she said, you know, imagine sitting there um, and for at your husband's wedding, you know, what, what, what is the mentality of a woman who's like, yeah, I'm happy to be the seventh wife or the eighth wife, the 13th wife. Well, yeah. are you willing so, to share man. your man with twelve other women, Brittany? Did you guys ever man. watch
0: like the Sister Wives TV show or whatever? No, no. I never did. They, the dude, um, it. I I can't remember how many wives. Kim, you might know. Do you know how? Um, did you ever watch the show, The Sister Wives?
1: Kinda on and off.
0: Do you remember where? Or, or, or do you remember how <coughs> many wives he ended up having?
2: A lot, and he had to bu- build a new house because he had too many wives. Yeah. Wait, was, was that show on TLC? Yes. Oh my gosh, I did yeah. see it. What's, That's what, when I thought I might want to become a Mormon. What's great <laughs> about that show is that it it wasn't like
0: uh, if you. Uh, they did just seemed so show. happy
2: and normal. Yeah. That's well, that one craziest, exception.
0: It wouldn't be like with Irvall, it wouldn't be. The show didn't take place after the 13 Wives were already there. Right. It would be more like the show took place at Y3 seven Mm -hmm. and then the show actually showed him recruiting more wives so what's crazy to me is this okay i think Mm -hmm. about this because on the show i remember watching an episode where i can't even remember the guy's name but i remember he had like three wives Mm -hmm. three or four wives and he would go on dating websites and he would go to the date the first date and tell the woman by the way i'm a mormon i am a polygamist (laughs) and i do already have this many wives could you imagine what kind of Fold woman? Full disclosure. You yeah. got to put
2: that on your Tinder profile, honestly. Yeah.
0: What kind of woman yeah. is going to the first date and then sits down and then goes, you know what? I'm going to stick with this and see where this goes.
1: Hear me out. Man, so that means I won't have to deal with him like 80% of the time. That sounds like a pretty good relationship.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: maybe. Maybe. it's just maybe. Screw
1: all the other ones.
0: Huh? Yeah,
2: yeah. You how know. would you feel about your man macking on twelve other girls? That's not even one for every day of the week. That's like you're sharing them. You get you get two days a month.
1: Right, and it's like how many have kids, and it's just like whole yeah. swamp, whole freaking school of kids. And are you
2: responsible <laughs> for the children of these other women? I yes, you are. That's yeah, the a they, well what I'm starting to realize too is that they
0: change what a marriage is, right? Because right. they like the whole psychology of what marriage is has to change. Mm-hmm. Like and and also too what I'm starting to realize is to me when I look at it and when I read more about him um because he was a church figure, it did mm-hmm. seem like authoritatively he was more of like it almost was like it definitely was a cult because he came off I I, I I think when you're a husband in that way you sit there and you're like I am in charge I am
2: this person well they're the head of the house yeah, yeah you
0: are low
2: you like, are I think flock. it makes you
0: lower you there's no sheep. way think about uh, you're a think about a this sheep. you're the 13th wife but you're like number two in his heart and the woman at the bottom knows she's the bottom Ooh.
2: like could you imagine yeah there was even one of of Herbal LeBaron's Le uh wives wrote a memoir called his favorite wife. And all I could think of, wow, <laughs> if I was one of the other wives, I would have to create some really catty title to really yeah, get her yeah. goat, you know? <laughs> I,
3: I am the second favorite wife. Yeah, <laughs> I, hate, and, <laughs> I hated you my entire life.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it just... I hated you up until the day they killed me. This episode of the Freak Show uh, podcast is sponsored by Trojan Condoms. Um, <laughs> Trojan please condoms. don't make the same mistake these people did. <laughs> yeah, dude. so do they not believe in birth control? I never knew that about Mormons. I, you know, I can't say for certain. I don't believe that they do because one of their, a, a strict tenet of theirs, when the scripture tells them to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, they take that quite literally. Mm. And that's one reason why, I mean, we'll, we'll start to get into this, is that Alma LeBaron, when he moved to Mexico after his family was excommunicated because he took his second wife, um, they believe that, uh, you know, polygamous marriage was crucial to the doctrine of Mormonism, and that to ban it, which the Mormon Church did in 1890 after yeah. a pressure from the US government, that they thought this they were deviating from the true theology, and that the yeah. Mormon Church itself became very heretical. Yeah, looking this is at it so from a, crucially believed by these people,
0: looking at it from like a systematic view, I can see where it's like, um, you know, w- when you look at like Protestantism in general like if you don't grow the church, the church is going to die, right? right? Because you don't get enough tithes and then you have to try to keep the business going, whatever it is, just from like a business standpoint. For them, it's like, well, what I'll do is in order to keep the flock strong, instead of evangelizing, I'll just make sure that I pop out as many kids as I possibly can.
2: And that's so true, especially when you look at Le LeBaron. And his his sect was mostly comprised of his wives and his uh, multitude of children. There were only a few other families that joined him. They were all his children predominantly. Yeah. yeah.
1: I just gotta say, you know when you see a character in a movie, it's like, oh, Evelyn, so she's gonna be the villain. His name is Erbil. It's one layer off from evil. Yeah,
2: yeah. Erbil does seem like a very evil name. You're really kind of dooming your child to uh, a certain, very specific kind of success if you name him Herbal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you see what his nickname was? Which is great. His nickname – or the nickname of the cult is oh, yeah. Charles – the Charles Manson of Mormonism. Yeah.
2: That's why I the was Mormon like, well, got to do it.
0: Mormon Manson? We got to do it. Yeah. We did Charles Manson.
2: And the craziest yeah. thing about this is that it's still going on today. This story really isn't over. No. Because people – these people are still being hunted by the FBI. They're still on the run. It was only a few years ago that one of uh, Ervil's daughters was caught – by the FBI, yeah, and there's still another eleven. I think right. is when
0: it was. Is, uh, is these it, people
3: are
2: still organized and they're still operating. Yeah, isn't the Book of Names still being written? Like that. They I don't. To kill? I don't believe so. I I'm don't not... know.
0: Okay, so let's get into the history of that real quick. So yeah, first, Joseph Smith, right? Yes. Who is the uh, the the starter of or the founder of Mormonism? So yes. I I didn't even really know that much about Joseph Smith. Mm-hmm. I still feel like there are just Way too many holes. I still feel like I do not
2: understand. What an attractive face, though. When I look at him, if he told me I'm a prophet of God, I would want to believe him at least. Yeah, but it's like it Joel seems like such Osteen. A fun guy. I feel like Joel Osteen could do the same thing.
0: Hello, Austin. I'm going to be honest though. You kind of have that that charismatic look. You know, I we Chris always Lewis did here. make that Antichrist joke. I still stick to it. And you're just saying
2: that because I'm Jewish. No, no, I'm this not. Well, <laughs> it is a good reason, but no,
0: I still do think that you could totally pull off the whole charismatic, I'm going to get people to murder
2: themselves. You know, I've always thought about taking up the Antichrist position. It seems like a profitable business to get. The guess.
0: more you
1: joke about it, the more I get suspicious. Listen. That, it's just a cover.
2: So I'm coming for you first, Brittany, if yeah. I decide, so don't even worry about do it. Do not tell him Oh, okay, it. well, the, the, so, then we're fighting for the same job. When
3: Tevin and to Austin were too.
0: in high school, we always mm-hmm. made fun of Tevin because it, it's like te- Austin could talk Tevin into doing anything, literally He's... anything. We even said Tevin could it's literally, so he could talk Tevin, Tevin into robbing man. a bank.
2: <laughs> he was the most obstinate man I've ever met, Tevin. You think so? <laughs> yeah, he had to, he oh, had to yeah. get married first so a woman could whip him into shape before he became more pliable. Yeah, but before the woman whipped him into shape, that was you. I could never get him to do anything. Wow. Well, I guess at this point, we should start getting into the history of Mormonism. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> it, avoid this the subject. Is a, this is a really long rabbit trail. <laughs> this is, trail. Yeah, this is the is. sound of me changing the subject. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys know about Joseph Smith?
2: Well, Joseph Smith, of course, was the founder of Mormonism, but I think we should really get into Benjamin F. Johnson, who was yeah. the grandfather of the LeBaron line, right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, he so there was a there was a leadership succession issue uh, upon the death of Joseph Smith when he was murdered
0: yeah I still didn't understand why that was exactly what what was the big to do about that why why couldn't the person that was in charge of or like his right-hand man be the person that takes over
2: <laughs> well I think that's that's essentially what happened which is Brigham Young right yeah, uh, yeah. but the the LeBaron line believes that their grandfather jo- um Benjamin Johnson was supposed to be the one to take over, and I'm not very familiar with the intimate results or the intimate arguments or theology behind that, but they believe that they hold the pastoral keys, right, to the entire Mormon church, and that they're that direct line to make rules, that that link between God and man.
0: Now, did Benjamin Johnson get away from the rest of the Mormons when polygamy was illegal, or was that more ervil?
2: And his brother, I think that was his brother, correct? Well, that came with his his grandfather, or that came with his grandson uh, Alma LeBaron Sr. Alma LeBaron, because right. Alma was was I think eighteen at the time when polygamy was banned by the Mormon Church. Yes, and he grew up with his grandfather and he, uh, Benjamin Johnson. So he was of this opinion that you know we are this great prestigious line. And polygamy is now being banned when he's 18. And as far as he knows from his grandfather, this is a crucial theological idea. This is an imperative. So they've really strayed. So this is what made him flee to Mexico. And this is when he really became radicalized. And he started speaking with these, these intellectual fundamentalist Mormon writers... And they found this whole colony. It becomes this insane story where they have so many children with all these crazy ideas and competing issues. To this very day, Col- uh, Colonial LeBaron, it's a colony that still exists to this day. And they have many succession issues about who's supposed to take over after the assassination of Joel LeBaron. Right. Which I'm sure we can get into in a few minutes anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: Joel LeBaron in 1972 <laughs> was murdered by the Order of... Of Ervil, which yes. when when you really look into it, all of the murders that we're going to talk about, it is kind of hard to see who murdered who exactly or who was who actually carried out the orders. I mean, right. Joel, it was like one of his wives and one of his sons, right? Which is crazy. I do think it's interesting that Ervil was one of those people that was like. Woman empowerment, I'll tell you what, you don't have any type of right to do anything you want, but you can go out and murder people for fun.
3: Right. <laughs> well, it wasn't really for fun. It was more of like uh, like they had to because they, they were marked for blood atonement.
0: It seems like they had fun with it, though. Yeah. They Irvil enjoyed commanding people to murder people.
3: I don't. Well, he had fun with it, but yeah. for, all, for all they knew, it was it was for religious reasons.
2: The question always gets into it is when you talk about these psychopathic people, were they just evil, or were they entirely crazy, or was it somewhere in between? And I think with Ervil, as we study his life and we get further down the the kind of the chronology of his life, I think he was very insane. I don't yeah. know how in control of himself he really was. But to be that insane and control that many people, you might think, you know, your family's crazy and your parents ask you to do some wacky things. But when you're saying, you know, hey, listen, wife number four and my daughter, uh, daughter number 32, I need (laughs) you to kill someone for me. Yeah, how do you remember?
0: Do you think he knew all of their names?
2: Mm. That is my other question. I got to know. I don't remember all of my children's names and I don't have that many. Yeah. Okay. I don't think
0: you have any children, do you? Well, that we know of. Well,
1: that
2: that we know of.
1: Well, in your social circle, you could know like over two hundred people, and you know their names.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So it just,
1: this was just his. Tevin only
0: forgets circle? names on a regular basis, though, and Kimberly yeah. can attest that I am pretty bad at it. You
1: know. Do y'all have a family thing where your aunt or whoever will try and call you and be like, Joe, Justin? I mean, Chad, uh, you come over here.
0: I am worst. Oh, yeah. I am the worst at that, Brittany. Yeah. yeah.
1: Last night he called me. Call him Justin. Yeah. Yeah, I, I called
0: my wife my brother's name. Yeah, I called. I called awesome Aaron yesterday. Mm. I cried for hours.
1: So can you imagine this <laughs> guy going through like a hundred names and being like, you, you? Yeah. <laughs> I do it if, he's, if I'm mad at him. I always say Lily's name because there's always something stupid.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I want to talk about December 1974. Okay, so so do you have that? It, We're talking about the 4 o'clock murders? I don't know. Is, is that what this is exactly? I So when, I, when you actually look up the 4 o'clock murders, mm-hmm. you see a little bit of it on the news. You see the books. But when you go into looking up the information, I couldn't find a lot other than the fact that I know a squad of men and women on a commando-style raid firebombed the Mexican village of oh. Los Molinos, a Mormon community. Two yeah. are killed, 15 others wounded, and Ervil is to have been said to have led the attack
2: himself. Right. That was that raid on Colonial LeBaron. And yeah. as we were saying earlier, so there's this entire community of people that exist in Mexico, and these are Mexican-U.S. dual citizens. They're all fundamentalist Mormons. Yeah. And he just takes them out. Yeah. At this point, I guess we should should really establish the foundation of their church, though. It was founded, the Church of the Firstborn, Joel LeBaron, was kind of the founder of this church. And he was viewed as this prophet, this lofty person who was going to redeem Mormonism, right? Yeah,
3: the one mighty and strong. Yeah. Well,
2: was he the one that was the one mighty and strong? Yes. Well, at some point, there were all seven brothers thought that they were the one mighty and strong. Yeah. So there was a little bit of of familial tension there. You know, we we talk about who here's going to be the Antichrist, but with them, you know, it, Christmas has to be a little awkward when you know, oh, this is this is my brother. And I know, he thinks he's a prophet. You know, <laughs> this is my yeah. other brother. He thinks he's the prophet. But me, I'm the real deal. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Joel begins to found this church. Uh, the, the Church of the Firstborn. And the idea is that this is going to redeem Mormonism. Uh, and he founds it with his brother, Ervil, and they were always so close. But as you start to follow, and it seems like things were going well until Ervil really had trouble being that second fiddle. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. You know, he started exercising a little more control than he really had. He started um, forcing marriages together between different people. He tried to take other people's lives for his own. And at a certain point, you know, you, you go a little too far. You try to marry uh, too many people, and you start saying that your brother is not the prophet. And for some reason, when you say your brother is not the prophet, oh boy, that creates some serious family tension. Yeah. yeah.
0: the I, I do think it's funny. So Ervil also started writing like a bunch of the Mormon literature for the fundamentalists with yeah. everything. And so this is what he did. He decided that Adam was God, that Joseph Smith, the founder of Mormonism, was the Holy Spirit. And then he also declared the doctrine of blood atonement, which demanded that all sinners need to be put to get uh, be put to death and that uh, he envisioned uh, that the one mighty and strong had supremacy over all Mormons.
2: And then, right. yes.
0: and then I guess that's that's the reason why he left. Right. I mean, that would be the reason the main reason why that Ervil left Joel.
2: Yeah, well, Ervil, Ervil. was excommunicated from the church. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. he didn't leave. He was kicked yeah, out. Yeah.
3: So Ervil, Ervil. left and left slash was kicked out because he wanted to make he wanted he wanted to bring back polygamy and blood atonement. And Joel was like, Nah, bro, you, we can't do that at my church. Like, that's not a thing. So he left and founded this. And blood
2: atonement is really crucial to Ervil's mm-hmm. rise and how he conducted everything. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, uh, well, actually. I don't know how to explain that. Well,
2: yeah, so blood atonement is—it was an idea in the Mormon church that there were certain sins. So, you know, there's a Christian idea where Jesus dies to, for the atonement. His blood was shed for the atonement of everyone, essentially. And there was this Mormon interpolation on that where not all grave sins were covered. And that in order to redeem yourself, your blood had to be shed so that you could go to heaven. Which is a really great idea because it really justifies murder. In a certain sense, yeah. Uh, you know, if you shed the blood of this person, and it had to be killed, you had to be killed in a way where your blood was spilled. So if you strangle someone, it's not good. You have to shed their bloods that way they can go to heaven. So Joe, if you ever cross me, I will shed your bloods that way you can go to heaven.
0: See, so does Mormon? So do Mormons believe that? I I'm just confused on how that worked. Did Ervil believe that that so of blood atonement? Right. Was that to save the person that they murder? And if that's the case, then what exactly was murder okay? I, I I'm so yeah. confused well, on his mindset of, of the whole thing. <laughs> that's
2: how we get into well, that's how we get into this, right? When you talk about these crazy people and cults, it's well what do they really believe versus what they said, right? Right. You know, did he really want to save Joel's soul or did he just want him out of the picture? Well no, he wanted him out of the picture. I'm not even talking about Joel. Picture.
0: I'm just saying in general like Oh, with the it, Blood Atonement Theology? Yeah, the Blood Atonement right. Theology well, in
2: general does not make sense. Sure. Well, Brigham Young, Brigham Youngs, I think, was the first one to write about it. And the way that they, they they said, or the way that they justified it, or not necessarily justified it, but they said it's not necessarily applicable at any time because there has to be a Mormon theocracy to take place in a body to determine who's capable of... Of dishing out blood atonement, yeah, and there was no body like that that ever existed. What right. was
1: the blood to sin ratio? Would you guess? Oh, I think well, it was like <laughs> a pint for for you know uh, adultery. You
0: think? maybe? I doubt that. I'm pretty I, I sure don't think there's a ratio. I'm, I'm pretty sure they were looking at the Old Testament stonings and just went, well, um, brain matter for sin. That, that that's about it. Dead yeah. is dead.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I. I can't help but think about uh, the TV <clears throat> show "The Following," mm-hmm. which is a super weird. It, it's where a serial killer gets caught, goes to prison, is allowed to be his own lawyer, hacks the internet systems there, and ends up basically being able to. How does a
3: prisoner get manage access to like the internet? The majority to
0: further the plot. Well, uh, but well, some some. Prisoners are allowed to use the internet, but it's always supervised. but the the plot of the TV show is that he was not. It was actually a Kevin Bacon TV show oh, and he was like a like a drunk FBI agent that called him. Well he ends up getting out of, he ends up breaking out of prison and he f- basically founds a cult of serial killers. And then eventually after his cult f- falls, he takes over another cult of, uh, a religious Christian cult. Where they believe, where they hang people on crosses, and they like people in the cult pay blood atonement by cutting their own wrists, letting the group drink their blood, but they still survive, right? Mm -hmm. But like the idea is that they die. I I feel like with blood atonement and this, it really goes back to Old Testament theology of like a lamb to sacrifice for sins. But I just don't understand like, okay, wait a second. So someone commits adultery, you murder them, that's supposed to save them? I just
2: Right. I, yeah. I guess for my Christian <clears throat> brain it just does not make sense. It it really wouldn't make sense for a Jewish brain either, because in, in, in the Jewish scripture, I mean, even if you if you were to kill someone, it's not to send them to heaven. You know, no, it well, well, well,
0: Jews don't really focus on heaven, right? They focus right. on the here and now. They don't really focus on the afterlife, right?
2: You know, we focus, we, yeah, we focus on the beef we have with people today, right? Exactly, know? and that's why I like blood atonement, though. Listen, because I have a neighbor that would <laughs> mow my <by> lawn. And, <laughs> little, and, you know, but think about it. You know, if if I was the head of a cult and I had, you know, enough wives, you get bored after a while. And my neighbor it just really <laughs> me off sometimes. He cuts my, he gets too close to my lawn. You know, he parks in my driveway sometimes. And sometimes you got to atone for the sins of your neighbors. Right. Yeah, just take him out. Like yeah. when
1: he yeah. edges his sidewalk, but he doesn't sweep? Just what? leaves it dry. Yeah,
2: what kind of animal yeah. does that?
1: What? What what do you think you're doing?
3: Oh jeez, that's me, God. I'm getting I'm getting a tone. Right.
0: <laughs> I just I want to understand that so he just it's not the ideology of Ervil, right? Because my thing... Like, I understand what is trying to do, right? He's... Trying to make an army, take over different sects of of Mormons, and he's trying yeah. to get them to. It seems like his end goal ha-
2: was to unify the Mormon Church.
0: Yeah, in a very like crusady kind of way, which I totally <laughs> respect yeah, in a way. In his yeah. eyes,
2: he thought if I kill if I kill my brother Joel, who was the head of the church, then everyone's gonna realize that I'm correct, and they can all follow me. And that's not what happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I
0: want to understand why. What exactly did he think was going to happen, though? Like, how did he expect to be able to take control of these sects with just his kids and him? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If there's that much, like, for example, Joel, right? So he murders Joel, and then what happens? His group doesn't join uh, Ervil, yeah, another yes. guy takes over.
2: Yeah, they, they all say brother Vernon.
0: Yeah, they all say no. We're not going with Ervil. Actually, they went and called the cops on Ervil and got him arrested.
2: Yeah, so how good that did though? No, in
0: 1976, so a year after he ends up getting arrested and then just gets let go. His 20 year sentence is abruptly reversed after eight months, and I'm still confused on how that even happened.
2: Yeah, well, it was reversed by an appellate court because apparently there wasn't enough evidence to... And this is what's really crazy about Ervil. Ervil, and he got the name the Mormon Manson because he never killed anyone directly. There was never a time where he pulled the trigger. He was always like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm not saying that you're a bad guy, but, like, you know, you're probably going to go to hell. That's just what God's telling me. And, you know, if you wanted to go to heaven, well, there's this other person who's, like, a lot worse than you. And uh, if you just, like... Killed him for me, that'd be great. And you would definitely go to heaven. Just saying, because I talk with uh, God every day. I just,
0: I guess, here's the thing I will say, and I kind of get this. When you're talking about like the Mansons, right? Yeah. The Manson family murders, a lot of LSD used, right? So obviously it's warping their brain, they're going crazy. He's giving them LSD, special LSD, Yeah,
2: not even the normal kind. Honestly, the best kind. Yeah, the best kind. I've sampled around some LSD, and let me tell you, the Manson <laughs> LSD, psh. It's gotta yeah, be that, he's giving up.
0: them special, uh, oh gosh, orange what was it called? Sunshine. Yeah, the yeah, orange, orange Sunshine
2: LSD. i want
0: to call it to Orange sure, was right. Orange Sunshine LSD to make sure that they can still move and they're not, like, mm. freaking out constantly and they can even drive on it. But mm. then he's also wearing white clothes and saying, I'm Jesus, right? So that's the way to manipulate them. And then other cults, you they always, you know, get the people who are the most vulnerable. This guy just went, all I have to do is create my own brainwashed soldiers by just having kids and waiting until they grow
2: up enough so that they can murder people. Yeah. Right. And he kept his whole family compliant through yeah. the, some serious, like, victimization. You know, if you're growing up in this family and your father is saying that, you know, he is the prophet. This is the guy. And, you know... You have to understand that everyone else is out to get you. Everyone hates you, and if you leave, you are dead. Yeah. And really, if they did leave, they were dead Yeah. because yeah. Ervil would just kill them. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. in uh, April 1977, uh, Ervil announces to his followers that his daughter Rebecca has rebelled against him. He orders he- her strangled and buried in a hole in the mountains. Um, I don't see it in here that might be that one. There was another one oh, where... Yeah. Let's not forget, Wait, Rebecca at the time was pregnant. That's what I was going to say, yeah. 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 He kills yeah. his pregnant daughter.
3: Wait, I, I, I thought it, this might... I mean, he had 50 kids. I mean, there might have been a different Rebecca, but didn't he stuff... Yeah, I mean, he, what's he, a he, number he, at that rate? Yeah, right? I was going to say, he, he, stu- he stuffed a different Rebecca, and in the trunk of this car and drove
2: around with her and around the city. Yeah. Oh, that might be this And this, they said, hey, man, Rebecca. it looks like your suspension's bottoming out. And he went, oh, yeah, that's I mean, just, just Rebecca, Rebecca in the trunk. <laughs> oh my God. And I don't yeah. know. Like, and was, so like, how, how did that. that go over with the cop? Yeah. And were They just like, oh, that's just crazy old Erval, man. He's full of jokes, you know. Oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. Just crazy old Irville. You
0: know, what, I want to go back real quick. Well, first I want to go forward and then back.
2: Okay. So, okay.
0: Austin, I know that you had a lot to talk about with the... Um, with the cartel uh, with some of his sons. Here's my thing about it. When he was arrested in Mexico, it says that he he did convert new followers when he was in prison in 1976, mm-hmm. including a drug smu- uh, smuggler, Leo Peter Eva- um, Evan Iowich. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. I wonder if... Drug smuggling and other things in Mexico were involved in, earlier in the Mormon sect. Like I, like I want to understand
2: exactly how all that even took yeah. place. I don't necessarily know if that was related with the cartel, but which came well, well after Irvill's death and right. that whole thing. Because Col- uh, Colonial LeBaron, they're not. You know, they broke off with Ervil after a while, and they tried to have nothing to do with each other. You know, Ervil was the one trying to destroy the the colony, which still, again, it exists to this day, and it's it's, it's 1,200 members strong.
0: So you don't think that Ervil was into anything, like, shady or illegal other than murder?
2: Oh, he was definitely into shady, illegal things. This man loved, let's just say, he loved crimes. Like what? So, I mean, so after he died, his son took over the cult, and they really embraced a lot of, um, a lot of criminal syndicate activities. They moved back to the United States and they had like a car auto theft ring. Um, they were really big into stealing things and flipping it for money. Is they justified this in their faith? Yeah, I, that seems to be. Because at the end of the day, everyone else who wasn't part of them, they were the enemy. So you, if you're stealing things from the bad people, you're really just repurposing it for good. Okay, yeah, the psychology of that has to be daunting. I don't. It even just goes back to the it's victimization. Of I was gonna say oh, it's, it's, us it's us a total
0: Robin
3: Hood thing, you know, yeah. steal, still from the bad to give to the. If good. If they're trying to kill yeah.
2: us, we might as well just steal the cars, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they can't come. Yeah, back I guess when us. it's
0: an us and them mentality, it definitely goes into like they're the world, and guess what. What, see, and that's what's crazy too. That's why I was saying about like the evangelism aspect of it. Who needs to evangelize when all you have to do is pop out more kids and brainwash them? That means you don't have to worry about attracting people or anything else. You already have the people. You know? Yeah, yeah, when you're trying to marry just a woman, more soldiers. baby,
2: listen, this has nothing to do with just wanting to get it on with six other girls. Baby, listen, I'm trying to redeem the world, okay? This is a higher purpose. This goes beyond you and me. This go. This is me, you, her, 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 and her, okay? And that's what, man, why don't we just become fundamentalist Mormons? I think I, I want to move to Mexico. Kim, how would, you, how would you feel about sharing, Joe, with six other women? I might murder someone.
0: I don't think that might be Hey, don't pick worry. Pick that's you blood atonement. Brittany, how do you feel about sharing Joe yet? with at least one other woman? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say one more time, Kim?
1: Sorry. I would murder you and them.
0: And me yeah. and them. let well, start now. Okay, so okay. Was... okay, so what, what, what if what
3: if what if it's like you, Joe, and Brittany?
1: No, don't even. No, don't okay. even.
3: Listen, there
0: was this one time. I hard
1: to get my grandparents off that ship. Man. Listen, there was <laughs> there was a hard.
0: time where I told Brittany because she said she wanted a kid. I was like, listen, Brittany, if you want, like, if you don't want to adopt. Like I'll totally donate my sperm, and, and this
1: is why we were engaged.
0: Yeah, and Kim goes, "Good job." You're not having a child with Good somebody else. i like, but I won't tell them that yeah. I'm their can dad. Say, can you say it's really having a child? child. You're really just no. donating. That's child. what I'm saying, Austin. Yeah. And she did and not look at it that, that way. The child who have Asian
1: eyes. and just like, I look like him. Yeah,
0: is that my dad? The
1: only like there, there's only so many Asians As around here.
0: It would true. be great to think and be like, "Are you my dad?" You know, I think Joe does no. Guy. No. Why is my son so it did, racist? I no. promise
2: it was in all generosity. It was not in anything no. else.
0: Yeah. Sure.
2: Whatever. You're yeah. Saying, when yeah. I give my kids up for adoption, I'm donating them to a better cause. That's. Great.
0: <laughs> that's great. Oh my gosh. Needless
1: to say, he's learned his lesson.
0: Yes, I have. I I don't make jokes like that. Oh well. Well, I don't make propositions like that, and I don't joke like that anymore. Nope.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's
3: great.
0: Oh my gosh. You can always
1: punch him in the face like I did. Yeah, but that's not as satisfying. Oh, it was pretty
0: satisfying at the time. Oh, no, there's other ways. <laughs> oh my gosh, we totally missed a murder. June 1975, a year before Ervil is arrested uh, for uh, Joel's death, uh, Dean Vest, one of Ervil's military chief uh, chieftains, becomes sickened by the executions and murders and prepares to defect. He is murdered in his sleep.
2: Yeah. Some people are murdered in their sleep. If you go, there, are fi- there are over 50 people that end up being killed by Irville's orders, and a lot of them happened after his death, but most of the murders, it came down to people leaving the cult and saying, you know, listen, I don't want to be a part of this anymore, and they say, okay, very, that's very reasonable. Let's just have a conversation about this one-on-one, no cameras, behind closed doors where and, no one can theoretically hear your screams, and then they just kill him. Yeah. They just kill people. They'd say, listen, totally reasonable. Let's have a one-on-one conversation alone where no one can hear you. And then they'll just building. murder them. Yeah. And the people that do the murdering, then they want to leave. And yeah. then other people go, hey, that's totally fine. You can leave. Let's have a conversation about it. And yeah. then they get killed. Right. This happened like five times. Yeah. Sex- stuff, and I'm like saying disappearing.
0: Murders. I'm saying disappearing, disappearing, disappearing. So it's like, uh, oh, we don't talk about that person. Like, could you imagine your wife defects, they're murdered the kids to that mom it's like you never say her name again she she has decided to go to heaven like i i just could not imagine
3: yeah or like or like uh calling like your like your friend and be like uh, yeah well i'm i'm assuming you know they're all friends what not well not really friends uh, they're, the they're brothers. close at least yeah yeah, yeah. let's say so, that somebody you're close to it and like like yeah, hey, you know, you like you, uh, you bring your daughter over to this, you know, nice abandoned building, and we'll talk about this, and then killing your friend and his daughter. And that really happened. Yeah, yeah. they were
2: like, listen, yeah. I think we might not be doing something good. Totally reasonable. Listen. Let's talk it out. Uh, why don't you bring your daughter over to this abandoned building where there is no one for miles and miles, and let's just have a conversation. How gullible do you have to be to fall for this? Not once. It's you know, like thirty people have died this way, and you think, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, at least they want to have a meeting, and maybe this is the closest location we can, like, meet at this random little abandoned building. Climb yeah. am
0: over a fence. Well, obviously not everybody did believe it. What was, um, oh gosh, what is the girl's name that ended up defecting? His daughter, um, that there wrote that book. Well, well, the daughter that specifically wrote the book, My Dad, uh, How I Escaped, uh, oh gosh, what was the name of the book? It was like... How I escaped
2: uh, a um my dad's murderous polygamous cult.
0: Yeah, and I I can't remember the girl's name, but I remember the the story that she tells on how she got out of it was she she tells her sister what's going on. One of her sisters and their brother and their husbands are um, allowed to stay in the U.S. in a different part because they are lying and saying that they're converting people. I think it was
2: Anna LeBaron. Yeah, yeah.
0: So Anna LeBaron uh, calls one of her sisters. And they are, they own a drugstore and they're, uh, yeah, a drugstore, hardware store type place in the middle of like this small town and they're trying to survive and what they, they lie and tell people that they're, you know, spreading the cause to try to get more converted in order to be able to stay because they don't want to go back to Mexico. And then they call her and tell her, walk all the way to Illinois. She has to walk and ends up like hitchhiking and everything else and her mom Goes on a hunting spree for her daughter. And during the four o'clock murders, like, she's almost murdered. And it ends up that she, like, was just barely was able to get out of the way. Like, they thought she was going to be here. And it ended up being that she just wasn't there at the time that they that they thought she was going to be. Yeah. Like, the amount of murder in this, I, I, I just don't understand.
1: Why are they called the four o'clock murders?
0: Uh, because I'm pretty sure all of them were pretty organized and happened around four o'clock. So, like,
2: all of the, so it, it, it was multiple murders in multiple different places by multiple people. At four o'clock. Yeah. And yes. this happened after Irvell's death. I think we really need to go into, before we even touch on that, and that is crazy that's bananas how they pull that off yeah but we also have to understand the reason why this is a big deal is that ervil ends up getting apprehended by the police and is convicted of life in prison eventually um people start testifying against him and they go listen yeah like i think people are starting to die around me because they want to snitch and so i think i got to get to the police first before they get to me errol ends up getting arrested in 1979 yeah. And he is extradited to the United States by Mexican forces. Yes. And in 1980, he's sentenced to life imprisonment. Yeah. And he dies there a few years later. And that was in Utah, right? Right. Yes. He's yeah. in Utah. And eventually, a few years later, he dies of a heart attack. But yeah. While he's in prison, he writes his book. What is it called? Uh, I... Oh, gosh. It's like...
1: My Totally Not Culty Polygamy Family.
2: No. No. no.
0: It, it's like a really weird um, – oh, I cannot think of it. Real quick, as you're looking it up, what he was convicted of actually because they could not figure it out, What or what they actually convicted him of was there was a leader of one of the largest poly, uh, polygamist sects in Utah named Dr. Roland Alfred. He ended up killing him, and then he sent a bunch of people – to his funeral,
2: oh, and uh, yeah. all
0: of them got were were going to be killed by a machine gun, and then they ended up catching the shooter, and then that's what he got arrested for, and ended up being tried and sentenced.
3: Yeah, the name of what the,
0: was the name of the book? Uh the book of the new covenant. The book of the new covenant. Which okay, so what was all in there? It was writings and a hit list. But what uh,
2: what other than the hit list was in there? What was the point of? Well, that? that's the uh, problem, uh, right? Because mm-hmm. his lawyer his lawyer snuck it out of, of jail yeah. right before he died and distributed the 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 copies to his sons. Yeah,
0: but you can't find it on the internet it anywhere, is right? Not I try. you
2: cannot find anything in that. Yeah, cannot find it. But all we know is that in that there were lists of people's names and some of his like latest theological writings but in that on that list of names are people who were defectors or people that he blamed for going to prison and there were i think believed to be 200 names some odd names in there of people that he wanted dead right and this was in 81 and people today are still in witness protection because they are still being killed today yeah Did i do... you know imagine
0: there's still a daughter uh oh gosh what do they think she is I think they think she's in, like, Nicaragua or something, but they don't even know. How are they... There is a rogue girl running around because Grandpa told her to get off some people. The daughter... So the daughter that wrote the book is... um, I think she changed her name, and she's still, like... She made money off the book, and I
2: mean, she's living out there somehow. Because I was wondering the same thing, Kim. She said that she believes that it's pretty much over, that anyone who would be killing people are dead. Yeah. Uh, And I, I think this followed the arrest of that most recent daughter. Uh, who was apprehended? Yeah. I think from Mexico yeah. by the FBI. At this point,
0: everyone's hiding. I don't think anyone is really committing any murders anymore. It's more of they've committed all the murders, and some. Um, I read somewhere too that they believe the theory is that the hit list is actually carried out already. Mm-hmm. And once the hit list is is out, then everyone pretty much feels like the work is done. Because I don't think there's anyone that is charismatic enough or crazy enough inside the beliefs at this point to even be like. Okay, now these are the new list of people. Because the original list of people were what? Siblings that defected, prophets that defected,
2: anyone in Utah or, or anyone else of the Mormon sect. But then what do you do after you kill everyone? Like, boom, all right, I finished them you, all. Well, now what? You, you can't just live. go on living your life. You can't just, like, go back to the Why do you think she moved society. in
0: Nicaragua? She left the country. She's in hiding. She's enjoying herself.
2: With I don't some think she's enjoying her herself. Maybe. You think she feels guilty? No, I think she's... I, listen, I don't know what's happening. But all I'm saying is you, you don't just go around, fill this hit list, kill everyone, and then think, well, back to normal. I don't yeah. know.
0: I, I do feel like it could be like an equalizer thing where it's like you can take the mob out of the man but not the man out of the mob. And he's out.
2: And he's, you know, trying to enjoy life. So you think something... she's rewarding herself with a well-earned vacation in Nicaragua she, she right might. now? She might.
3: Yeah, like... Uh, I
2: don't know.
3: Like John Wick. Like, you know... Yeah, like exactly. Gotta got, got enjoy his life only to get back in.
2: Yeah, oh, I'm not saying she's
0: not gonna get back in. I'm just saying that, like, maybe she's taking... Listen, even serial killers take breaks, Austin. I mean, I'm just saying it. Well, other oh. than Dexter. Dexter didn't take breaks. I mean, they, they
3: they take breaks to, you know, to get their new The good target. writers
2: took a break. Huh? The good writers of Dexter took a break. Yeah, that's true. They did. I don't know.
0: I just, I feel like, my point is though, is that in, because you're killing with a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not necessarily like a serial killer. You are a sociopath. You have to be. But you, if the hit list is carried out completely, then what do you do? Or the hit list isn't carried out completely and now they're biding time and she's trying to get back
2: into the country to finish
0: the list. That's what I think is
2: happening. You think so? I totally think so. Well, here's my question, Joe. Answer me this: Do you think it's possible for me to change my name to Labaran and then move to Mexico and see if I can pretend to be one of these family members and oh. try to reunite a cult? Oh, I think you'll be Absolutely. killed. Absolutely think, killed. Uh, if I say that I'm the prophet, though, and I'm here to restore order to the Church of the Firstborn of the Lamb of God, and, and I'm here be. to, and I got a new list, I don't, and I have some enemies.
0: I do think that you could claim to be a collector. You could. If you could find one of the old LeBaron's letters, right, Mm -hmm. you could copy and forge your own list Mm. and your own notes, could take it down Mm -hmm. there and say, hey, listen, I got a new list. I got new notes that he wrote in prison, but the lawyer was not able to get out before he died. Here you go.
2: All right. Well, I guess I have to go to Mexico. So. Yeah, don't encourage him. <laughs> I'm not encouraging
0: him. He's not going to do it. You're not going to do it. Well, I'm just I checking... believe
1: you could do it.
2: No, don't worry. I'm just checking plane tickets right now. Oh, okay. Keep is going. that what it is? Let's, you you okay. want to talk about the 4 o'clock murders. I just, I'm going to check plane tickets. You
0: tell me about the 4 o'clock murders. What? I, so, because... Uh, oh, gosh. It's not in my book that I've been reading. I've been reading a lot of conspiracy books lately, and it is paying off, let me say. So, uh,
3: uh, was one of the four o'clock murders? I believe was his brother Vernon
2: or yes, Verlin, whichever. No, Vernon, no they, they he actually was not killed in the four o'clock murders, and that's what's weird.
3: Is yeah, I was because I, I know he was, I know he was a target for a really big time because uh, he he took over Joel's position and of the church of the firstborn, mm-hmm. and uh, and when everybody defected to uh, Vernon, he was like, oh well, we got off him. And then he went into hiding for a little bit, and, like, they they, they, they were, like, dropping bombs on, on the house trying to get him out. But right, that's why out. they yeah. firebombed
2: the place, because Verlin, Verlin, you know, Erbil was of the opinion that as soon as he killed Joel, they would all join him. Well, everyone thought, well, maybe we shouldn't follow a murderer. And that might be a hot what? take in some what, circles. What are you talking about? Yeah, I love so following they, they elected the younger brother, Verlin LeBaron. So, for the entirety of Erbil's life, he tried to kill Verlin. Yeah. And they employed several strategies to lure him out of hiding because he left. He was way out of, out of dodge for a while. I think he was also hiding in Nicaragua for a little bit. One thing that they did was they, they faked a funeral and they were posted out looking. And they went, to, they went to several funerals, actually, and they kept trying to kill him. And he did attend, but there were, you know, a few thousand people at these funerals or there were a lot of police around and they just couldn't get a good shot on him. So he went. He ended up out living Ervil by only one day, however... Oh my God. One oh, day yeah. after Ervil died in prison, Verlin dies in a car crash. Oh no! In Mexico, and no one to this day really knows if that was planned by Ervil or if it was just an unfortunate coincidence. Probably just
0: an unfortunate coincidence, mm-hmm. but I feel like he would claim it.
2: A lot of Ervil's oh, yeah. wives seem to think it was planned, but no one can really prove it, and no one's sure. Everyone in the car crash was everyone involved in the car crash died, so no one's really sure what happened. I just found out something. You guys want to hear this? Mm-hmm. So get
0: this. So, 2010, no, I'm sorry, 2011, Jacqueline LeBaron is arrested, right, Right. after the murders, of the 4 o'clock murders. Well, then, in 2012, Jacqueline LeBaron was released from federal custody several months earlier than her original sentence was calculated. She was supposed to be in prison for five years Okay. Mm-hmm. Her current status regarding the co- uh, um, the completion of her court mandated supervised parole and restitution has not been released to the public. This girl could be out right now. As of April 2013, her whereabouts are unknown. This girl is a living, breathing Angelina Jolie insult. She literally is just <laughs> in the wind completing
2: murders that no one knows about. You're telling me that they're still operating today? On the what streets?
0: if she is murdering people and making it look like that? No one knows who's on the list. You don't know if you're on the list. Like you know, what if she's just
2: murdering people? You'd never know. I mean, her picture's out there, and I had to. I just, what's her name? Uh, Jacqueline, Jacqueline Tarsa LeBaron. Listen, and all I'm saying is, Jacqueline, you know, we would love to have you as a guest on the Freak Show podcast. Listen, only around. over Skype, I am
0: not having you in my home, but
2: you well, can, I don't... It's okay, you can come to my home. I don't have one, but I'm I'm couch surfing right now, and I would be happy to host you on the Freak Show podcast. Please, please reach out. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like what we should do is we should take a picture
0: of Jacqueline Teresa LeBaron, okay? Mm-hmm. And we should post it all over social media and be like... Do you know this woman? This is her name. Please have
2: her email us. This right. is a terrible idea. Why? This is this is one thing I don't understand about polygamy, though. And I don't know if she is married or if she is how many other co-wives she has. But this is what I don't understand. Every every polygamous cult has multiple women married to one man, yeah. but you never see multiple men married to women. Oh, Where what is, is the that charismatic called? female cult? The, the there cult is. Leader, there's a witch.
0: Cult, I think. Oh, what is it called? It, I like witches. It, um, it's not polygamy. It's it, It's called something else when, uh, like, one woman is... Oh, polygamy? I think it's with an N. Is, is it polygamy? married to multiple men.
2: This is great. Yeah, polygamy.
1: Also, that woman, just for a frame of reference, looks like the mom from Stranger Things.
2: Yeah, she true. kind of does. Oh, so no. you don't gotta Google that. What if it's Winona? No, it can't be.
1: Winona Ryder, please, yeah. no.
2: Winona Ryder, is this who you really are? Honestly, but what a great cover, though. I would believe <laughs> No that. one would realistically suspect. No, no.
0: Yeah. So it's monogamy is... What? No.
2: no. That's, that's Monogamy is that oh, but Oh, I'm sorry, the no,
0: I'm sorry, no. So it's polygamy and... Polygamy. polygamy.
1: with an N. Yeah. That's what this uh, is... Austin said.
2: Uh, there might be different multiple words for it. A polyandry? Polyamory? What is that?
0: That's a polyamory. polyamory. No, no, no. no, no, poly- no. That's polyamory. There's poly- okay. also polyandry. No. Right. I'm, I'm just looking like an idiot. I understand. It, it is polygyny. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I I, I think we should do a polygyny cult. I want to see if I can find one. I, I'm pretty sure I've heard of one before. A witch cult where men were, like, enslaved to a woman. I think it would be great. I'm pretty sure that that's just... But men usually pay for
2: that kind of service. That's true, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. you don't have to force a man to get into that, I don't think.
2: Apparently not, yeah. No. Some men are just into that kind of thing. Seems to happen quite often. The free often. market provides that service <laughs> the free already. For women, women don't pay for that service. They just kind of get into it. Now, ladies, also, if there's anyone interested in becoming married in a polygamous relationship, please also um, reach Austin out. is like really excited about reach this. He to wants them. to
0: marry as many women as he can. Listen, I,
2: I am a fan of all things bizarre and cult-like, and if it comes down to starting You don't even want to sleep them,
0: with them, right, Austin? You just want him to agree to marry you in a civil ceremony so that you can say that you're a polygamist. It's
2: just that, you know, I like I, I like food. I don't know if you know this about <laughs> me. I like food. And sometimes I can eat more than a woman can provide. So I like to, are you I gonna like get to a delegate. Are to delegate from
1: each culture so you get your children? You are, what do I want to eat this week? Go into her house. Yeah, she exactly. finished my yeah, sentence. That's yeah, exactly
2: what yeah. I want. I like different ethnic cuisines and I want to diversify the palate of these, uh, of, of the chefs that I will employ in my household. You should live triple maybe quadruple lives, what you should do is you should be a
0: businessman, go to different countries and every country you you travel to, you stay just enough time to get married, tell the person that you have to go to another country but you want them to stay there and just marry, your goal should be to marry one person in every country. Ooh. I mean, you're giving (laughs) me some new stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) The thing is, if you make enough money and
1: you find apathetic enough people... This could work. Disney, if you're listening
0: to this, make this a movie. Perfect start Disney's with the movie. US, so
1: you have the legal part, and then the rest can just be like, yeah, sure. Not
0: systems. <laughs> so, all right.
1: I so guess. the US is going to look at that, and then it's not going to go well. So start with the US, and then
0: go. Austin, we have to make sure that we live through you, considering that you're the single one that has probably the most potential out of all of us here.
2: Yeah, I, all my friends are married now. So honestly, I think the reason that I feel this desire to get married so fast and so extremely is just this like external pressure to settle down. That's fair. That, like, Everyone else has. You're
1: still young. You're still really young. I appreciate that. But
2: I'm going gray. Do you see the gray in that? I'm going gray?
1: Look at that. Oh, Oh, no. Austin. How old
2: are you? Uh, um, Old enough to feel uncomfortable mentioning that on the Freak Show podcast. He's a year younger than us. A year younger than me. No. The same age as me. Wouldn't you like to know, Weather Boy? (laughs) anyways, who knows?
0: Okay. Well, guys, that's it. I think we're done. Is it? No, I'm sorry. The cartel.
2: Please, oh boy. finish up. So, little little do most people know about the LeBaron Colony is that they're still in the headlines today. Recently, As recently as 2009, they made national news. International news, I would say, because it was big in both... This is something that both the Mexican and American governments got involved with. In 2009, the LeBaron Colony came into just a lot of wealth because they're dual citizens. So a lot of them will move to America, work for work, make a lot of money and bring it back to Mexico for their colony. Well, the cartel got wind of this and this is at the height of the American Mexican drug war. Well, a cartel member ended up kidnapping a 17 year old boy named Eric LeBaron and held him for ransom for 1 million us dollars. Do they have $1 million? How rich are these people? They apparently had enough money to pay. Because yeah. they sat down and they had a town meeting and they were really thinking about it. <laughs> well, do we pay? And what they decided was, if we pay these people, then two more children are going to be kidnapped tomorrow. Yeah. So what do they do? What do these people do? One thing that people usually don't think about the LeBaron colony, still not affiliated with Ervil, is they're pacifists. Yeah. So they don't pick up arms for anything. No, they just steal cars. Well, yeah, that's Ervil LeBaron. The LeBaron colony today, they're, they're not affiliated. They, oh, they okay. Are, yeah, they're still fundamentalist Mormons. But they're pacifists. Okay. So they end up protesting in, uh, in front of the Mexican government. Sure. In front of their governors for days. They block all of the roads. And they refuse to leave until they negotiate the release of Eric. Well, wouldn't you believe it, no one knows exactly how the Mexican government did this, but they pulled it off, and Eric LeBaron was freed. And they were not paid a single cent in exchange. Well, the, the cartel really didn't like that. And later that year, uh, two of the brothers, two of the LeBaron brothers were kidnapped and gunned down in the middle of a street, execution style. Holy crap. Yeah, Yeah. right in the streets of of, uh, Colonial LeBaron. And then the American government gets involved because, again, they're dual citizens. Right. And so they lobby the United States government to get involved. And once the government of the United States starts looking into this, they end up taking down an entire cartel and their leadership. Because the leadership is what called the shots here to assassinate these people. They bring down... The LeBaron's bring down an entire Mexican cartel by just making a big fuss. How do they get dual
0: citizenship like that?
2: Because they were Americans. So, you know, two Americans having a child or an American. You need one American parent, and then that child qualifies for U.S. citizenship. Yeah. So there's an entire colony of Mexican-American dual citizens in northern Mexico. That's insane. So you could say that, sure, Herbal LeBaron. Herbal LeBaron caused a serious issue, uh, but... You know, and one way you could think about it is Colonel LeBaron, the the other progeny of Alma LeBaron Sr., yeah. they've done a lot of good. Like him or hate them, they've done some good for Mexico. Now seems. I
0: want to research and figure out where the heck they're getting all this money.
2: How are they. I think they just work odd jobs up in America and then they save money and send it back to Mexico. And you think they've made that much money
0: that they could pay a million dollars? Well, I guess well they have
2: good land. I mean, they still they work they work on the colony as well. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. they have farmland. They sell right. all their goods and services. They're very self sufficient.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. If
2: anything, we can say that the LeBarons, they are a resourceful people and they're a persistent people. There is something to learn from them, I suppose.
0: Absolutely. I mean, maybe not much, but some. Well, I mean, there are things you. you can
2: learn from different parts of the LeBaron family. Yeah, you know, they—if anything, it's to show that a group of resourceful people, no matter what is thrown at these people, man, they survive. Yeah, they are a persistent people. Do you think a cult
0: like that could start today, though? Yeah, like yes. Something like, do you? I don't think that there would be enough resources. It, like it, it's kind of the idea where I think about like, could a militia really take down the government today? I don't think so. Because we're Uh, so reliant—not just just any
3: militia—I
0: think we're so reliant on the you underestimate the technology. Well, no, I just think that we're so. What I'm saying is, I don't think that like multiple militias could come together or anything like that because I think we're so um, one, our technology is constantly being monitored, and I think that we are so reliant on technology. I don't think that it would work. I mean that said though I don't like do you think the Mormons down there in Mexico or Hanging around with cell phones.
2: I'm not going to speculate on how or what way to overthrow any government. I'm not. Yeah, awesome. you'd the you got to ask. What? Year. I'm not. I'm not in. The, I'm not in a position to speculate on those things publicly. However, yeah. I mean, as far as any cult or community can exist, I'm not sure. You know, there are a lot of communes out there in the world. that Yeah, that but do you exist. think one
0: could actually start today?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm thinking about joining one sometimes. You know, every now and then I, I think about just moving off the grid, starting a little uh, a little family. Is maybe, there any particular reason three. why? Maybe I'll have three wives, four wives, you know. And Is then, that the big draw for you? Is the wives thing or what? <laughs> I'm really like, hooked on this whole wives. thing. I, I can tell. It's you're very, a, it's fascinating.
0: You're like, you know, I can't fall in love with one woman. Maybe three. Maybe yeah. three will be enough. Maybe that'll one be does, enough to
2: tie me down.
0: Yeah, one just does not seem like enough. Three uh, people uh, who
1: cook for you does sound pretty
0: good. Yeah, right. I was gonna, I was gonna Brittany,
2: say where where do you think you you see yourself in uh, two or three years? Maybe in a commune in Mexico. I <laughs> uh, alone, probably yeah, <laughs> but. I don't know. Maybe with three um, manservants. Yeah, right. exactly. With
1: uh, three people that would cook me meals.
2: That's a, that's know. like your dream. It is your dream.
1: That does
0: sound pretty. Yeah, good. it does. Oh my well, god! Like I'm
3: on board with Austin here. Like you know, like I, I think about moving like moving, like in the middle of nowhere. But then I'm just like, you know what? I can't do it because there's hope, nothing to do there. I hope for
2: your and sake, I, I your would, wife does not listen to the Freak Show podcast. sometimes I think about leaving my wife and going in the middle of nowhere this goes
0: back to what we talked about when it came to if Tevin disappeared if Tevin disappeared the cops would just think Hey, He got sick of his wife and he ran away. I just think, um, like, you would be interviewed, Austin, and you'd be like, I could totally see it. Tevin just ran away, decided not to deal with society anymore. Yeah, he had hey, to listen to this podcast. He definitely just disappeared. And he just decided enough
2: was enough. But in, real, but yeah, in what, reality, like he just my wife's to decided to leave the cult. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you right. in a trunk. Yeah. yeah. That's just Tevin in my trunk. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that guy, he's so funny. He's got jokes.
0: Yeah. Oh, my
3: gosh. Yeah, no, moving off the grid would be like Canada's dream. Really? Move, yeah, move yeah, out in the middle of nowhere, and raising sheep Good joint. I could
0: totally see your wife joining the Amish. Just being like, all right, well, we're Amish now, Tevin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You've got the beard for it. Are there black people in Amish communities? Probably I always not. wondered that. I've never seen a There's black sunny. Amish person. This guy. I'm sure they'd love to have okay. you. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love to have you. Yeah, um, anything to grow. Once that again, just like the Amish, just like this, you don't have to recruit people, you just have yeah. more kids.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, I think they'd be happy to have Tevin. They need more melanin in their skin so that way they can survive that harsh sun. That's Global true. is warming's not All making right. it any easier on them. Do they believe in
0: global warming? I always wondered that. I don't know. I, don't I know doubt they even understand. Yeah, I was gonna say, do they even know <laughs> they what? Who doesn't
3: the Amish have like an Amish mafia that don't that doesn't like the off? Like
0: the oh, there is an Amish mafia. That's an episode
2: for another time.
0: Okay. Well, with that said, uh, we are out of time. I want to thank everyone so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the Freak Show Pod. You can find us on Facebook at the Freak Show Podcast. You can find us
3: on Twitter at TheFreakShowPo1. You can follow me on Instagram at Castle underscore God. And you can follow my other Instagram, which is, which is the podcast Instagram, at Barely burnt bacon
0: is right. Yes. Brittany, where, are they, where can where find And he will you? forward
2: any inquiries, any interested ladies to me. So feel free that to contact can, him yeah. for any Do you want me theories? to post
0: your picture on the episode with us? That's dangerous. Don't kill a track right, that way. And I know you want an age
1: range with
2: that. That's no. fair. No. No? No, no, legal. Okay, legal.
1: yeah, so sixty-five. So no. Le- legal, that's
0: it. At oh, sixty-five, oh, oh, if, oh, if oh, it okay. doesn't work out, if you she's sixty-five, sit, you know, she can listen. still cook for him. Yeah, Trail. yeah. So if anyone is into polygamy, with sixty-five-year-old women, so are not going to So you're not giving out your
2: Instagram. No, not today. Okay, originally. maybe All right. later. Okay, Brittany, in kind of your position. Instagram.
1: Jammy skies,
0: like uh, Jammy Dodger cookies. Sure, sure, sure. Kim, are you gonna plug your social media at all?
1: I barely use it. Okay,
0: fair enough. All right. Well, listen, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Does anyone have any plugs that they want to give for podcasts?
3: Oh, you should. To- I started listening to this podcast. It's called Rabbits. It's done by the Black Tape
0: okay. uh, the <gasps> podcast. Ooh. It's great. Ooh, yes. Okay, I am totally in. I'm going to listen to that. Uh, I'm going to say uh, it does have some language. Proud Meat podcast. Uh, The first episode is absolutely fantastic. They're brand new. Three episodes in. Definitely worth a listen. Super funny. Uh, And thank you guys for listening for the fourth time me saying that. And have a good one. Peace.